Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the cold winter of 1989, a Sabat pack who has suffered an immeasurable loss is given an ultimatum. Go to the Twin Cities of Minnesota, investigate why a deeply embedded pack has stopped reporting back, or meet their final death. This is Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night, Sorrow, a tale of loss and regret that follows the Sabat pack known as the Nothing. Join us with Becca playing Linda, a Milkavian anti-tribute, Craig playing Jake, a pander, Jordan playing Abigail, a Ravenous anti-tribute, Monica playing Jenny, a Shimizi, and Slavic playing Charlie, a Bruja anti-tribute, and Chris as the storyteller. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter, at twin underscore cities underscore btm or on facebook and discord as twin cities by night we hope you enjoy so jenny you are staring past jake's shoulder and you see these four cop cars that seem to be on the corner of the lot like you are looking you're parked on one side of the street across the street from this lot of RVs and you're looking out towards the back of the van and you see the cop cars are like on the corner of the RV lot where like two streets intersect. And you, as soon as you notice that all of a sudden you hear a pop, 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 pop. And you hear like what well, you can only imagine being gunshots, but it's not coming from where these cars are at. The figures that are in these cop cars are opening their doors and they're outside the cop cars now like standing behind the doors like you see between them and this RV lot are these doors and they have their guns drawn like they're waiting to see if anyone is going to head out of the RV area. Go ahead, scenes on you. Jenny hears the noise and immediately kind of grabs Jake by the by the back of his hair and pulls him off, you know, since they've been necking around and she starts panicking immediately. Did you hear that? Look. There's all these cops. They're around. Oh, my God. Abigail. Shit. Oh, fuck. We had the worst timing. Jake's kind of going to, like, crawl off into the other seats so, like, they're not on top of each other and kind of peer out the window and turn his eyes of the beast on and see if he can make out what's going on. So you see with your eyes of the beast because the cop lights aren't on. They're just the cars are there and the headlights are on, you know, but which is kind of odd. But they're standing there and you can see that there are three cars and it looks like that there's two cops per car and they're kind of facing towards the rv lot like you're seeing the side of the cars from where you're at i need you to give me a self-control roll please jake difficulty seven i have one success i was just making sure that it wasn't like a willpower roll from that other effect that's going on no no so you are Stan, you are sitting there and you're looking back and you see that these cops are there. You notice, Jenny, when Jake gets another seat and he's looking back, you see him tense up for a second. Like his hands grip the seat that you're next to as you both are looking that way. Go ahead, scenes on you guys. Jake turns um, and faces Jenny and his eyes are glowing right at this point and he describes what he just saw. There's these cops are just standing outside. Uh, they're kind of close to that RV, but they're just standing there. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Do they have their guns out or are they going to shoot? Do they? 
Yeah, yeah, they're like behind their cars with their guns drawn. They're like facing the RV park. It almost looks like that they are there in case someone runs out of the RV park. And it sounds like the gunshots that you guys heard are coming from within the RV park. So they're like, look like they're probably just covering that area to ensure that no one will run off from that area. Oh, shit. It w- the ones I see don't appear to be shooting, but they're they're like ready for something. They're like watching that area really closely. Pop, pop, pop. You just hear more shots coming. And then as you guys hear the shots, you see lights coming from the front of the van. Like you guys are looking at the back of the van and it almost looks like that there are cars that are coming up. And this time you see like, you hear that a little bit and you see like red and blue lights that kind of illuminate the inside of the vehicle as this car is like pulling up in front of you guys. We got to help them. We got to get, we got to get Abigail out. We got to get Linda out. How are we going to do this? Please step out of the vehicle. You hear over the intercom. Please step out of the vehicle with your hands up. Fuck, Jay. Uh, Fuck. And you see two more vehicles pull up next to it and you see doors opening up. Okay, get them out of there. Uh, Please step out of the vehicle with your hands up. This is your final warning. I'll distract them. You, uh, you go, uh, get up front if you can. Distract them how, Jake? What are you going to do? Don't do something stupid. This is your final warning. Both of you step out of the vehicle with their hands up. This is your final warning. I look back at Jenny. I'll be fine. I I, I can take this. And Jake kind of like uh, puts his hands up and starts like reaching to open the door and slowly let it out. Let himself out. And then he kind of looks back at uh, Jenny and gives her a nod. And we'll cut to Linda and Abigail. Linda and Abigail, the second round of bullets volley into the trailer. And you see Mark is ducking down. You're all like in the kitchen area. And Mark looks at the map that he just handed you. He's like, give that back to me. And he grabs the map and he hands it to Benjamin. He's like, you find her. You make sure you fucking find her. And Benjamin's like, what do you mean? What, do you, what are you talking about, Mark? He's like, get out of here. My time's done. And he's like, no, you, you got to come. No, no, I'm not leaving with it. Get the fuck out of here right now, Benjamin. You see Mark is like pushing a refrigerator. You guys are like kind of like down on your knees, like in this kitchen area, like to where the shots won't come, hopefully hit you. And as he's pushing this like cheap refrigerator away from the wall, you, you see rounds, bullets hitting the refrigerator, like uh, the upper parts, like one of those old white refrigerators. I have like the lower part where the fridge is and the top part where the freezer, and you see bullets are kind of hitting there and you see him like pushing this by himself, pushing this fridge. It looks effortlessly when he's doing it. And you see behind the fridge, there's like this cutout that's like in the, in the trailer there. And you see like, it's enough to crawl through and he's like, go, go, go. And you see him like motioning for you two to go. And then he looks at Benjamin. He's like, go brother. And you just see him like push. You hear like behind you, I assume you guys are, are you guys leaving the trailer at this point, crawling through that little crawl hole there behind the fridge? I think Abigail will reach out to Linda and indeed start crawling that way as soon as possible. Yeah, it won't take much encouragement. Linda's freaked out by this. Like she's actually in the present moment for once. And when you both, when you turn around, Abigail, to make sure Linda's following you, you see like, you see Benjamin kind of starting to crouch down. Like he's going to follow Linda and you see Mark who's still on his knees and he's in this kitchen area. And you see, there's like this little cheap RV counter that they have in those RVs. And underneath it, there's like little cabinets where you can store stuff and you see him open up these cabinets and you look and you're like, Oh shit. And it looks like he has like gasoline tanks of some sort that are underneath there and you see it looks like that they're all wired and you see like all these like thick green and like red wirings that are like going on underneath there and you see him he like pulls out this like little 
you have no idea what it is, but it looks like a little switch contraption. And you hear him go, go, Benjamin, go. And you just see him like pushing Benjamin with one hand. And Benjamin just is like pushing you, Linda. Linda, you're kind of like going forward. And you guys fall like like two feet into like a snowbank. You know, that that a snowbank that's like right on the other side of the trailer. And you feel the snow is starting to come down right now. You, you realize that it's snowing a little thicker than it was snowing when you guys first entered into there. And you feel Benjamin is like he's getting up out the snow drift. And you feel like the snow getting into your socks and kind of like getting underneath your like your your shirt a little bit, like on that waistline where normally if you're a mortal, there's so much heat there that the cold would like kind of shock you a little bit. But right now you find that it doesn't really bother you as much as it used to did when you were alive. You see like Benjamin's like grabbing the back of both of you and he's like trying to force you forward to start running. What are you guys doing? Abigail takes off. She doesn't need much encouragement either. Are you following Linda, I assume? Yeah, uh, Abigail will bolt in whatever direction, and Linda's like high alert, but doesn't know what to do. So she's just on the heels of Abigail. And you guys are running. You hear Benjamin behind you, and you guys are just running through these RVs. You have no idea. There's just so many RVs in here, and the snow's coming down, and it's like blocking the street lights that were on there. And you hear more shots. Bop, 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 bop. And as you guys are running, you also start seeing like silhouettes of like red and or you see the the lights red and blue lights are starting to like somewhat cut through the snow which assumes that there's like cops around here of some sort and you guys run for about 20 or 30 seconds and we'll cut back to jake and jenny jake you're getting out of the car your eyes still red i probably blink to turn it off before i get completely out of the car so when you get out of the vehicle you feel the snow hitting your head and you realize and you look up at the sky real quick and you see that the snow is coming down. You look straight ahead and you see that there's three cop cars that are blocking the road. And you see that they have, are like connected together. They have their doors open up and they're standing behind the doors and they have their weapons drawn. And you see them go, you hear one of them go, lay down on the ground right now. Lay down on the ground. Okay. 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 There's, there's, there's nothing to be uh, alarmed get, about. Get down on the fucking ground right now. And what I'm going to do is kind of like, Pretend to trip over and disappear into the shadows. Oh, you're going to use uh, obfuscate one. Oh, obfuscate one. Okay, so you hear you hear they're, they're they got their weapons drawn on you, and you hear them say that, and you trip, and you fall into the like the snow that's on the side of the vehicle, and you go ahead and you turn that on. And then you hear them go, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" And then you hear what you just hear like this confusion for a second. And then you see like one of them walking around the vehicle and you can see this Jenny. You can't see Jake. Obviously you don't even know where he's at at this moment, but you see one of them, like the door still open from where Jake came out the side door and you're looking, you see one cop is coming around and he has his weapon drawn at you. He's like, get the fuck out of the car, bitch. I told you get the fuck out of the car. Jake, I need you to roll me a self-control roll, please. Difficulty seven. I got one success. So I think, uh, Jake is still trying to hold it in, trusting that uh, Jenny can get it out, but probably barely keeping it in. Yeah, you're like laying like on the, you know, on the ground still, you know what I mean? And you see this guy coming across and you see another one coming next to him. You're like, where the fuck did he go? Get the fuck out of the vehicle right now, lady. Get the fuck out of the vehicle now. Jenny's gonna 
look around, looked super confused, um, you know, faking it. She's going to put her hands up. She's going to start speaking Mandarin, pretending she doesn't understand English. Uh, and she's going to start like fake shaking. Um, she's going to open the door and just kind of flop out to the snow in her knees, looking totally pathetic, hands up and quivering and like shaking her head like she doesn't understand. And as you say that, you see the other figures start coming around and they got their weapons drawn at you and you hear one of them go like, all right, light them up. We were told what to do. And you see them like all of a sudden they start stiff as they start aiming at you, Jenny, Linda and Abigail, you're running and you hear Benjamin go, 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 go. And you hear this panic behind you. He's just like screaming. And all of a sudden you feel before you hear anything, you feel yourself lifted. Like you take a step. And almost it's like your other step isn't touching the ground. And then all of a sudden you hear this explosion that happens as you guys fly forward like three feet, four feet, and you hit the ground. You start sliding almost uncontrollably. Abigail, you hit like the side of a tire. Like it almost like hits you on your ribs. And Linda, you're going, you feel yourself just getting wet from all the snow and slush that you're like sliding across. And you look behind you and you see like this huge flame that seems to be coming it looks like it's about like 12 15 feet high and you hear like metal that's like kind of falling around you like on top of these rvs i need you both to give me a courage roll please we'll do difficulty seven a courage difficulty seven please i got two successes awesome what did you get linda oh i'm just trying to consider is this something that i would spend willpower on slash could i i'll let you spend a willpower point so go ahead and uh roll if you want to use a willpower you can that's your call. Well, with the willpower, it would be one success. That's good. Because you guys both look back and you feel this fear instinctually hit you for a second. As you both are like facing this fire that seems to be coming from like five trailers away. It looks like you ran like a, quite a distance. Jake and Jenny, you're on the ground. And you see these cops are aiming at you for a second. And all of a sudden, you just behind them. You see this, You hear this explosion that happens. And all of a sudden you see that there's like this bright fly, like it illuminates. You see almost like it, the fire itself accentuates the snowflakes that are currently falling right now. It like almost comes up and it gives you this weird dizzying feeling when you see all these snowflakes coming, but you see this huge fire that's coming behind. When I say huge, I don't, you know, it's like 15 feet tall, but it's definitely instantaneous when that happened. I need you both to roll me a Rasharek roll, please. This time I'm going to let you guys do difficulty six, which is a courage roll. Difficulty six, please, since you're not as close. Uh, one success for Jake. Yeah, Sometime. I got one success. So you see this bonfire, like just coming from the middle of this RV park, but it's like, it's not continuous. You know what I mean? You see these flames come up and then you see it start dying down and you see the cops that were in front of you that were about to like, you think shoot you, you see them all like turn around. They're like, what the fuck? And you see them like, radio squawk going over there you know they have these cops as you're finally able to kind of clearly make them out you see they have like a dark blue navy pants on and like light blue shirts you know tucked in with like the black like leather belt and they have like on their little shoulder clip they have like a walkie talkie thing you see that squawk you see talking all corner going across it as they're turned looking away from you all what are you guys doing right now uh i think um as some of the cops turn around to try to avoid the flame they look and they see jake standing there with uh glowing red eyes and yes i'm gonna spend the blood for the claws and he's looking incredibly menacing and you jenny i would even i would even say you have the opportunity to attack him with their backs turned like they're so caught off guard by this explosion right now 
yeah, if you that, wanted to. That, that's the idea. <laughs> okay. What about you, Jenny? Um, I'm trying to think because Jenny has max dexterity. She's extremely athletic and she's quick witted mentally. So Jenny is really good for running, but she's just not going to leave Jake. There's no way. And her disciplines are that can help her right now are basically vicissitude and or auspects. So I don't know how fast she can craft someone if she's um, at level two vicissitude, but Jenny would be very tempted to like craft someone's hand off the gun and just trip them down. She's very fast and, you know, skinny. So, so I will let you guys do this with them turned around. I will let you, you can take out one that is turned around and looking away. And Jenny, I will let you flesh craft. Now, how do you want to flesh craft the person? I figure she's on her knees and there's the guy aiming the gun at her. But they turned around just so you know, they're looking away. like when that explosion happened, what I'm trying to yep, say is like, they turned. they turned. So their guns aren't quite pointing at, you know, because their bodies are kind of turning. I just want to let you know that, you know? Yeah. So. so I'm figuring since she's on her knees with her hands up, Jenny would stand and kind of pounce on his back, reach around him and then take his wrist and craft like basically the palms of his hands together so that there's no way he can hold that gun. Oh, dude, that's oh, fuck. so fucking metal, dude. You know what I mean? It's so fucking metal. So you both see these figures turn around, all six of them, like looking in that direction. And you see like the flame is starting to die down. And before they can turn them, like even look back, Jake, you launch forward. And Jenny, you're caught off guard because you don't see Jake. You didn't see him until now. You see him launch forward, like and as if he was next to you th- this whole time. And you see from his fingers, or like, looks like his nails got like about three feet long, but they look thick and yellowish. And you see him like roar as he leaps forward and he takes his hand like around one of their necks and just like rips the neck out from the person. You see blood just start splattering. Jenny, you run and jump on one quickly and you reach around with your arms. You see this, Jake, as you turn and look and you see her take his hands as he's like trying to get her off. And she just, it's almost like his hands. You see even his fingers like touch and they just start going together. And you see like the gun is like facing in a weird way. And you see him start screaming out of pain. Like, oh shit. We'll go ahead and jump back to Abigail and Linda. You guys are starting to collect yourself and you're looking around and you don't see Benjamin anywhere. Give me a perception alertness roll, please. Difficulty seven. Linda got three successes. Abigail also got three successes. So you both are sitting there seeing this, and then you hear a crunching coming from your right, which is like boots sounding like stepping on like snow or gravel. And you hear like a squawking over like it sounds like a walkie-talkie. And you hear report in. What, what was that? What was that fucking explosion? Psh, hey, this bug's over. Uh, did you get to them? What? Did you find them? Psh, and you hear, hold on, we're, we're coming up upon them right now. And you just hear more crunching sound. What are you guys doing right now? I make sure we are invisible with chemistry. Oh, nice. So what do you got to do for that? Explain to me, explain to the audience what you are doing, Abigail. So as soon as I even remotely have a vision on this guy, I make sure that we have the benefit of not breathing, so I don't have to alter sound, but I can make sure that he sees a motionless illusion that can affect any of the five senses, in this case, sight. I'll just hold Linda still and make it an illusion in which there is just a heap of snow there. Uh, The only downside is that I need to see exactly the same thing as my victim sees. So I can't see myself or Linda anymore. Okay. And do you have to spend a willpower for that? All right. What's your willpower at right now? I have one willpower left. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Damn. Okay. Now, would Linda see this too and she wouldn't see you? I think I'll exclude Linda from this illusion so she won't see it. She'll just... I just hope that she understands that when I hold her hand very firmly, that that means don't move in this case. Yeah. Okay. So... So you see that these people are coming from what you imagine the opposite end of the direction of the fire of the, of the fight, the shots that came from, you know, so you were in this trailer shots were coming from one direction, the opposite direction you guys were at. You came out that fridge and you were running a certain way. So it seems like these people are almost trying to like cut off or you might be starting to be surrounded by people that are hunting for you right now. And you see Linda and Abigail, you see walking in front of you. It looks like there's like four cops, but they you're looking at their faces. Like you see their uniform, but you're looking at their faces and their faces don't seem as clean cut as normally cops do. Like you're noticing that like one has like this weird, like um like his mustache is really like messed up and not manicured and trimmed or whatever. But it's like a, like a, looks like a biker kind of mustache. And you see that there's like other people walking along. You see breath coming out of their mouth. So you assume that they're mortals and there's like three of them that are walking. And it almost looks as like these are people who are dressing up like cops, but aren't really cops, you know, maybe that they're just trying to play the role of cops or looking like them at the t- this time. And you see like they're walking. One has a shotgun and you see like the other two have like pistols drawn. They look like that. They they are definitely not like military grade or not uh, police issued pistols right now. And you see them just like they have flashlights and they're looking around and you see them stop and you see one grab like this walkie talkie thing from a clip that he has. He's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't see anyone out here yet. And he's like, God damn it. Keep fucking looking around. You hear me? And you just hear the voice. He's like, yeah, yeah, Roger. And you see him just like keep walking and they walk past you right now and they go towards like and you're seeing where they're going towards right now and you realize that they might be going back towards the trailer go ahead scenes on you guys linda can feel the urgency of abigail holding on to her and she just completely freezes and is to it's just waiting for abigail to make her move she doesn't know what what she's going to do but she trusts abigail to to pounce when the time is right i think if they like they are moving away from where we are right so yeah okay i let them get away far enough and then i'm just gonna continue booking it forward with linda so you guys are running forward and you're running through these like other rvs and it's kind of hard to get the direction where you're at because these rvs are so high and that you can't see like the road or anything all you can really see is like street lights right now or you can see like the red and blue that seems to be coming from somewhere or you see like behind you like the like you can still smell the smoke there's like this acidic black smoke smell like burning plastic you see like there's a plume of smoke that's kind of like still going up like that's cutting through these street lights that's cutting through the the red and blue that you see that's highlighting it's almost like a chaotic scene right now as you guys are running through and now you're even more hearing like voices coming from behind you at least you know from the area so you, you're like oh shit we're getting away and as you you're running through two rvs and you get to this chain link fence and you see before you look to your left and your right, you just see this chain link fence there. You don't see any kind of entrance, any kind of door. And you can see through the chain link fence, there's like a street that's going by there, but there's no one on the street. And on the opposite end of the street, you see like a laundry mat. And it looks like it might be like a convenience store there. You can even see at the convenience store, there's like people, like three or four people standing on the front, like looking at the direction of the RV park because of the explosion that just happened. They're like, you know, doing the bystander thing, like, oh, what the fuck? And they're just like kind of standing there right now. I need you both to roll me a perception alertness roll, please. Difficulty six. 
I got two successes. Linda got three. As you guys are standing there at this fence and you're looking around trying to see which way to go, you both look to the left and you see there's people walking on the outside of the fence and you see they seem to be wearing police outfits. And you see one of them look, he's like, I see some of them, I see some of them. And they all seem to be holding like shotguns, it looks like, or something to that extent right now. We're going to go ahead and cut to Jenny and Jake. Well, based off on of your description, Jake's probably going to need to make a blood frenzy roll because his blood pool is now a two. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, one thing we're going to talk about right now, Jake. <laughs> so, Jake, I need you to roll me a self-control roll, please. Difficulty eight. This is getting pretty stressful, Jake. And what's your blood at right now, Jenny? Jenny's actually pretty full. She's right. at five. Nice. Oh, that's a botch. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. Oh, shit. Well, the good news is I probably don't have to worry about uh, my low blood pool for much longer anymore. I don't know, Jake. I don't know. We got we to gotta see about that. So, All right. So, Jake, I'm going to have you. <laughs> I'm controlling your character now. I'm going to have you and Jenny roll initiative. So how you do initiative is you roll one D10 and you add your dex and your wits to that. So if you could go ahead and do that, please. Yeah, that's a, a net 10. 10. All right. And Jenny, let me know what you got when you did. 17. 17. I Holy told sh- you, my decks, my decks and my wits, that's my stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's the old jam. And then she got, or uh, they got a 13. All right, so how this works is, I'm going to say what Jake does first, and then the I'm going to say what the cops are going to do, and then you're going to say what you do. And it's very simple when it comes to that, okay? So Jake right now is looking at this figure. You just see all of a sudden, you look and see Jake, and you just see his eyes are completely, like he looks at you, and they're not even red anymore. They're just completely black. Like it looks like his pupils are completely dilated. And you see that his like mouth, it seems to be like wider, normally open wider than it should be and you see his fangs are completely extended and you see like his neck muscle every muscle in his neck seems tense and he just he just like growls at you he just sits there and just like it's almost for a second where you're taken aback he's just screaming at you and then he looks down at the where that this figure that's lying there like holding on to his neck this and you realize these cops aren't looking like cops there's a moment where this figure is looking up at you and you see he has like sideburns and like a goatee and he has his hands up on his neck you see blood just pulling out between his fingers and you see jake just look down he just pounces on this figure there and he just starts like trying to like get at this blood then all of a sudden you see the rest of the cops are are look surprised and you see they just like pull out their their weapons are pulled and they just aim all at jake because right now Jake seems to be the immediate threat because that cop whose gun you fucking melded his hands together with and you're on his back, they like, they're the last thing to notice because right now they have this ravaging like monster there attacking their friend. And now you get to say what you're going to do. Jenny's fast. Jenny hits hard and Jenny's good at evading. So Jenny's going to probably just run her ass off and try to at least tackle the cops down while screaming at Jake feed. So there are four cops left and you can run. I let you could jump off the one that you're on and just run and tackle another one. That That's what you're doing. Like get one of them off of Jake at, or like one of them distracted at least. Yeah. Hopefully if I pounce on one, the attention will be on me so yeah. that they'll be distracted between two targets. All right. Go ahead and give me a Dex and Brawl, please. Difficulty six. What happens if I don't have Brawl? You can still roll it. Yep. Just, still, yep, just, just Dex. Just plain Dex. Okay. Yep. Difficulty six. Yep. Would you like to use athletics? I can give you athletics and make it difficulty seven. Yeah, I'll take uh, dex and athletics difficulty seven. All right. Two successes. So you run and you just like 
take one out from the legs. Like you drop behind this figure whose hands are melded together and he's screaming, ah, you just hear, Aah! you hear this roaring coming from like next to that figure. You drop behind them all stealthy, like, and they're not even seeing you. Then all of a sudden you just come out from nowhere and you just run and you jump and like grab the legs of one of the cops. And he just like falls over and he's like, shit. And he just like hits the ground. You actually hear his weapon like discharges. Like, boom, you just hear this like loud popping sound as a bullet just randomly gets fired off. And you're now you're on top of him right now. Then all of a sudden you see two of the cops are looking at Jake. Like you're like, oh shit, please stop. You see him, they have their weapons drawn. And then all of a sudden you just hear this loud sound. Pop, 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 pop. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll dice here for the first one. Four successes. So that is going to be a total of seven dice of damage. Two successes. So uh, Jake, first I'm going to need you to roll a stamina roll, please. Unless you have fortitude. Do you have fortitude? So I do have fortitude. Stand them on fortitude, please. Difficulty six. I soak three. Awesome. So one round just like hits him in the shoulder and it just like bounces off of his skin as he's like mawing on this guy's neck right now. Then the next guy fires two successes. So he rolls five D10. Two successes again. Go ahead and roll two successes, please. I soak those as well. So another round hits. Boom. And then there's a cop that's standing right by you, Jenny, and you see like he spends a willpower to change his action and he points his weapon at you as you're on top and he gets zero successes. So you see like he draws his weapon, he sits there and he fires like, Pow! and you hear this loud bursting, almost like burst your eardrum and you smell like the gunpowder in the, in the air right now, as it's going, you know, as it's floating about, you, you smell, it's like a burnt smell as a round hits you bing, right by like your head, it like hits like on the blacktop as this guy misses. Maybe it's cause he's scared. Maybe cause he realizes like the savagery is happening in front of him right now. We're going to cut to Linda and Abigail, Linda and Abigail. You see these figures right now. I need you guys to roll me your initiative, please. 14. Linda also got 14. So you see these figures, they're pointing and they're screaming like, oh shit. And you see them like pulling up their weapon. They're walk- they're about like 10 feet away from you, right? And then all of a sudden you just see this truck, wham, just like hits them from behind. It's like this old like F-150 truck. It looks like it's like agua blue and just like hits them. You, oh shit. And you hear like one gets hit and, just, oh, and you hear like, like rolls over one. And you see like it rolls up to the side of the fence and you look and you see there's this figure. He, he looks like he has like a black snow mask on, you know, like the ski mask that they have. And he's looking at you and he's like motioning for you to like jump in the vehicle, like the, the, the windows. I was like, get in, get in. We're up behind a fence, right? Does it have like a barbed wire at the top? Yeah, there's like barbed wire on top of this fence. And then you got fence there. But the guy's like screaming at you to get in. So I think Abigail scales the chain fence. Are we on the same side as Jenny and Jake? No, right? No, you think you might be on the opposite side. Yeah, okay. Then, then, ah, yeah, I get into the fence. So you're, you're going to climb across like over the fence and over like the barbed wire and everything? Yeah, a- it doesn't face me. Yeah, what? Because you got fortitude, don't you? What's your fortitude? Yeah, one. Okay, what about you, Linda? She sees Abigail climbing the fence and is hesitant for a moment, but all the like higher thought processes in her brain are kind of turned off at the moment. So she takes a moment and then she starts doing it as well. She's definitely going to get scratched up, and I imagine that her white skirts and shirt and stuff is going to get all torn up because of the barbed wire at the top. Yeah, you both start like climbing this fence and you get to the barbed wire and you just feel like reaching into your clothing and tearing it. You feel like hitting your neck and your hands. Also, you both get like two uh, lethal damage. You can go ahead and um, roll the soak. So that's stamina plus fortitude. 
or stamina if you don't have fortitude. Abigail got three successes. All right. Linda is hurt. Okay. And one more roll. I need you guys to roll me your dexterity and athletics to see like if you're because this is about like a 10 foot tall fence. See how you land and get to the other side. And that's another four successes. Linda got two. So you guys are climbing over this fence. Linda, you're just getting cut up. Nothing you're, you know, you're trying to like, it's this scratching along your like skin and it's just cutting these deep welts. You feel blood like coming down into your, like on your white shirt. You feel your clothing getting ripped. You are like, get you guys both climb over there and you both like are able to get on the other end and you're like able to drop the 10 feet and kind of land on your feet. You look at Abigail and you see Linda. She just has like blood all over like her white clothing. She looks like it got all tore up. Your clothing, you see Abigail's clothing looks like it's gotten a little shredded too. But I mean, you're not like, it's not barely hanging on you, but definitely you see Linda looks bloody. She looked like she got hurt climbing over there. Yeah, her leather jacket, Abigail's leather jacket kind of got shredded too a little bit. But then you see this door handle in front of you for this Ford. It's one of those like where you got to push it in, like the button in to open it up. It has one of those chrome ones. And are you going in? Yep. All right. So you guys get in the vehicle and you hear it peel out. We'll cut back to Jake and Jenny. So Jake's soaking all those bullet runes is probably just still feeding, just ignoring all the other cops. Yeah, that's all I was going to have. So you got three blood pool points you can add to your blood. Jenny, you're on top of this figure right now. The one just tried shooting at you and two just tried shooting at Jake. And you see like the rounds hit Jake, but it looked like they did no damage. He's just feeding. You just hear like the slurping sound coming from him as he's drinking. What are you doing right now? Jenny is kind of darting her eyes between the cop in front of her that shot and missed. um, And then the cops that are aiming for Jake. So the cop that she pounced on and is on the floor, he lost his gun. Jenny's going to try to get that gun and just take the butt end of the gun and hit the cop in front of her to try to then have two cops down, take their weapons and run towards Jake. So they're unarmed. So you're saying you're taking the gun from the one that you tackled and you're going to take and try to throw it and hit the one that just tried to shoot at you in the head with it. Just kind of pistol whip him, you know? Oh, like get up and pistol whip him. Like, okay. Fuck his day. Fuck his day up, dude. All right. So that one's going to be a dexterity and melee roll, please. Difficulty six. I do have one melee. So you said dexterity and melee difficulty six. Yes. Yep. And your dexterity is already at five, right? You're damn right. All right. I was going to say you could spill in blood to bump it, but it's already maxed out right now. So, all right. Sorry, Mr. Cop. We just got four successes. So what you're going to do is you're going to roll a strength plus three uh, for damage plus strength. You got four successes. So we're going to do a strength plus three. And then plus another three. So strength plus six. And how that works, uh, Jenny, is basically any success past one gives you more dice to roll for damage, right? And I'm going to give you three dice of damage that you can use by butt pistol whipping them with this gun. So you're going to roll your strength. You're going to roll that plus three for the gun and plus three for the successes. So, And then it's going to be six. And they can't soak. Two successes. So you go and you grab this gun and you just run a whack and you hit him like you hit him beside his head. You see it like you see it phases him for a second. And then he like you see blood is going down like like the side of his head right now. But he still has his gun in his hand. It wasn't enough to make him knock his gun out of his hand right now. But you definitely see that you like hurt him with it. And then he t- he pulls up his gun and he goes ahead and he fires at you. So let's go ahead and roll that. It'll be minus one on attack, assuming. So he got one. <laughs> He got one success, so he's only going to roll four dice for two success. So roll me uh, your stamina, please. Difficulty six, and let me know how many you got. 
I'm joking. Two successes. So you see this guy, there's a moment you hit him, whack, you hit him with the gun and he looks straight at you and you see blood coming down. You realize, fuck, I didn't get the reaction that I needed. And he just pulls his gun straight forward and he shoots you, it hits you in the chest. And there's a moment where like it hits you and you just look down for a second, scared, and you see like your shirt that you had on, like that long sleeve shirt you black you use to hide, you know, what you feel is your your weakness, your weight. You see it look down and you see there's just a hole in it and you don't see anything coming out of it for a second. And you look up at him and you see him like, oh shit. And you see his eyes open up like out of fear for a second. And then the other two are going to go ahead and still fire at Jake right now. The first got two successes. So he's going to roll five dice for damage. Four successes. So go ahead and soak for four, Jake. Tell me how many you got, please. Three no successes. All right. So you take one damage. Then the guy's going to roll. The next guy's going to roll the fire. He got two successes. So he's going to roll 5d10 for damage for two successes. So soak for two, please. So two. So you've been rolling good. So you have one damage. Yeah. So bam, bam. There's a lot. You hear a loud fire shot, Jenny. As like two of them shoot him and he's still just slurping on this fucking blood. You're just like looking at him. He's like not even phasing him. It's not even shaking him. And there's a moment where you look at this guy and you're right. You're thinking about what you're going to do next. And he's standing in front of you and you see him like look scared for a moment. And as you're looking at his eyes for a second, you see all of a sudden it seems like his, his, his height lowered and like, it starts like jaggedy, like lowering for a second. Like you're like, what? There's a, there's a moment where you're confused. And all of a sudden you just hear like, like a crunching sound coming from below him. And you look and you see like, almost like it looks like, like shadows are almost like wrapping around his legs, like crunching them down, but like absorbing them into the ground for a second. And you just hear like this voice coming from like to your right, like just like get this fucking over with lady. And you look and you see Benjamin is standing there and you see like, he's just is like, his face is like, looks rugged and angry. You see his eyes are like completely black. And all of a sudden you see like the two cops start screaming. You see this one tendril, like it looks like the shadows are coming over the, another cop's head. And you see like, they, t- they like almost like two fingers go into his eyeballs. And you hear this crunching sound as like his head gets snapped back more. And you hear his vertebrae start crunching. And at this moment, Jake lifts his head up and he jumps on the other cop that shot him and there's like this you're standing for a second holding this gun like by the barrel and you're just looking at like this puddle almost like this calamity in front of you as jake is like gripping into like one of these people and you see like these shadows are forming almost like 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 octi like an octopus for a second there coming from in the middle of this road if you're enjoying vampire the masquerade twin seas by night sorrow and are looking for more sabbat stories you can check out our Vampire the Masquerade story, Wars on Fire, which tells the tale of the Pale Riders Pack and takes place on the border of Texas and Mexico. We hope you enjoy.